obviously we're going to have a lot of fun with this and yeah. this is going to be, we're not probably going to edit this piece because right. you know, this is the whole thing. You and I have yeah. been working together for a while, so it's been yeah. a lot of fun, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. It's all about having fun, right? Also, you just work with people you enjoy and you have a good time and yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the trees right behind you. So this I is nice. know it's finally beautiful outside today. I always like, I have this office space over here, but I like working in my kitchen because I have like this beautiful tree and <laughs> view in the backyard. So I just find I end up working in the kitchen. I'm like, why don't we even have an office? This exactly. So right. Exactly. <laughs> everybody, this is Ernesto and my friend Kelly here. Uh, welcome to the Notch Typical Psychotherapist podcast, and we're just going to have a conversation. Now, one of the things um, that I'm so, so excited about to talk to you about is EMDR. And many of you who have been following me on social media, EMDR has meant so much to me. And Kelly has dedicated so much of our professional world to helping other clinicians like me to be better and more confident in using EMDR. But she discovered a few things about EMDR that you can use from the business aspect of it. But before we move on, Kelly, introduce yourself to my community, to the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist community. Hello, I'm Kelly Smythe Dunn. I'm the founder of Scaling Up, and we are an organization that offers training programs and retreats, conferences. Um, we do research, we offer humanitarian pro bono trainings. We try to make um, EMDR trainings and trauma interventions, more scalable, more accessible and, um, affordable to people around the globe. That's amazing. Yeah. I've seen you at work. I've seen your organization flourish and just take on a whole new level in the EMDR world. In fact, there's a lot of chatter out there about how you've incorporated uh, intensive courses or intensives and also the humanitarian work. So tell us a little bit how, of how you've discovered the intensive uh, piece of EMDR. So my colleague, Sadie Smith, who teaches our, our online intensives course with me, she discovered doing intensives, I think a while back from another EMDR clinician that's been doing it for years. And she actually went to this clinician for intensive therapy and just loved the model. So then she started incorporating it into her practice. I learned it from her. I started incorporating it into my practice. And the cool thing about it is that you can do intensives so differently. So like all three of us do intensives a little bit differently. There's not a one size fits all. So you can really customize it according to what your purpose is in doing it, what kind of people you want to provide it for. Um, so that's how I initially learned about it. Then I just started experimenting and then one thing led to another and Sadie and I created courses and retreats and stuff together because it's, it's kind of hot right now. A lot of yeah. people are really interested in providing intensives and a lot of clients are interested in receiving intensives. That's right. That's right. What's really interesting about intensive course, and we're going to explain a little bit more about what intensives are, uh, but the 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 really really interesting part about the intensives is that uh, you can work through a lot of trauma, a lot of blocks, a lot of um, insecurities, all the things that keeps you uh, from uh, reaching your highest potential, uh, as well as an entrepreneur. You know, we all have blocks. Our businesses kind of bring up some things, but with intensives, it it, it really helps pro. Uh, uh, um, accelerate the process, right? It, it does all of those things. So before we move into that, though, tell us what intensives are. Yeah. 
I would sort of define an intensive as any type of structure to your session, to your EMDR session that's longer than the 60 minute and mm-hmm. potentially has more frequency than the once a week model. So historically therapy's done once a week, you meet for 50 or 60 minutes and that's sort of the flow of things. And you might be in therapy for a long time, months or years, which is a perfectly sustainable and fine model, especially for a lot of types of interventions and for EMDR as well, but it's not the only one. And some people want to just jump in and do it and get it over with. And so intensives could look like 90 minute sessions a couple times a week. You know, it could look like um, half day sessions Mm -hmm. once, twice, you know, a week, three days in a row. Um, in my case, I typically do one full day. So nine to five with an hour and a half lunch break, um, full day, all day for one or two days in a row. And I know Sadie does typically a minimum of three days up to five days in a row. So Mm -hmm. it really could look like, and some people do retreats where they're incorporating like yoga and all these other aspects to it. I know you've done retreats where couples will actually stay at one of the houses that you own, and then you'll go provide therapy. So you're providing the space as well. So there's a ton of flexibility. I mean, there's a whole spectrum of ways in which intensives could look. I love that you've opened up and we are having conversations about the creativity of this because, you know, many spaces out there allow for the rigidity of EMDR and the execution of EMDR. But we cannot do that in this day and age because everybody has differences. We've got people that can only handle, that can get better within 30 minutes, 40 minutes, right? But we have some people who have a lot more complexity in their trauma and in their process, and you need longer period of time. We all know as clinicians that we can't just abrupt the process right. within 50 minutes. The 50-minute model is the most toxic model I truly believe in our mental health uh, um, way of practice, Mm -hmm. right? It is so rigid and there's so many people out there who, uh, clinicians out there who bought into this crap. And so I love that you and Sadie uh, are, are opening up this conversation to go, hey, look at what your client need at that time and then offer this other piece. So it's not, they're not stuck for a longer period of time. What what do you think about that? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think a lot of clinicians would probably agree with you. And we, sometimes we also have our hands tied with the insurance companies because Mm -hmm. insurance isn't going to cover a full day of intensive. So Mm -hmm. it really limits accessibility for a lot of clients. Um, you, you have to have the means to be able to afford that at this point in time. However, I do know that some people are getting creative with it who do provide um, intensives like some insurance companies will allow you to do like 50 or 30 minute, 60 minute add-ons, which is helpful. Um, and then also a lot of insurance companies don't have a limit on how many times per week can provide services. So a lot more people are starting to adopt this model and want to get that momentum with clients. And so they're providing 50 or 60 minutes because that's the max they can charge on insurance, but they're doing it three, four, five times in a week for certain weeks to work on a particular EMDR target and get that momentum going. And so people are definitely getting creative with it, especially when they've got their hands tied with insurance restrictions. Yeah, that's really cool because I've I've, I've heard you have conversations about this online with other clinicians. 
that you're teaching them how to call uh, insurance companies and ask them specifically, hey, what are the add-ons, just to make sure that they allow for all of that kind of stuff. But you have to do your due diligence, don't you think? Yeah. And it's going to be different per state. It's going to be different for different insurance companies. Like there's some complexity there, but to just get clinicians thinking outside the box on how it could be done um, and, and what creative ideas. We also have a Facebook group. It's just EMDR intensives and anybody can join. I mean, you have to be an EMDR clinician, but you Mm -hmm. can join and you can ask these questions. You can connect with other people, learn about how they're doing it, ask insurance, questions. So having that community has been really, really helpful to sort of think outside the box and of how other people are doing it in certain states and with certain insurance, you know, contracts. Yeah. Yeah. And so now for those of you who don't take insurance and you want to do intensive course, one of the things that I do is teach you how to market that so that people are bought into this idea of investing in a larger uh, or longer period of time of EMDR. So anytime Sadie and uh, Kelly comes to Vegas to do their retreats. I spend at least one day to help you to do the marketing aspect of it because the the, the trick to doing intensives uh, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kelly, is to psychoeducate and educate the value of EMDR intensive to our community and audience. Mm-hmm. Right? We have to if people can pay hundreds of dollars to fix their hair to. Uh, by expensive cars and all of those things, I think we as mental health providers have to convince that the value of therapy is more valuable than any of the materialistic things that they buy. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And there is, that is kind of the selling part, you know, and I think a lot of therapists are very uncomfortable with selling because there's this stigma attached to it because there are a lot of sleazy manipulative sales tactics that we get hit with all the time. And so we're a little bit kind of jaded about that. Mm -hmm. However, also another way you can look at marketing and sales is when you are offering a really important service to somebody that could really benefit them, they need to know about it and you can market it to them just information-based as here's an opportunity, but not push it on people because it's not a good fit for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody wants that intensive experience. Um, We are seeing from the research, there's not a ton of research on intensives yet, but from what we are seeing is that people are getting the same results with intensives just faster. So if you're offering, you know, when I do intensives from nine to five with a lunch break and other breaks, it ends up being probably about six hours in total of EMDR throughout the day. So one day of that is like six weeks. Yeah. EMDR. So the amount of progress you're going to make in one day is going to be like six weeks, maybe even more because with the week to week model, you don't have to open and close, you know, the sessions all the time. So you're losing momentum there. Um, But for the people that really want to just take a deep dive and just get that done, that six weeks worth done in a day, it's a really good fit for them. And then other people, they don't want, they want to come up for air in between sessions. They don't want to take a deep dive into their trauma. And for those people, it's not going to be the best fit. So just being able to inform people so that they're making the best decision for themselves versus trying to push your idea on somebody, that's the difference. And if you're not marketing and helping people understand that this opportunity exists, I think you're actually doing them a disservice by not making them aware. And so I think switching your mindset around marketing to you're presenting an opportunity that you're not pushing onto anybody mm-hmm. will feel better for you as the therapist. I think then 
you know, feeling like you're a sleazy salesperson or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think this is uh, across the board. Um, the concern with many clinicians out there is that we are in the healthcare profession, right? We are in, we're helping people through psychological factors and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, when you're in private practice, when you're in business, unfortunately, you have to dabble into the marketing aspect of this, the business aspect of this. So Kelly, I know that you and Sadie do the intensive piece, but you also do the business part of this. Tell us a little bit more about the two programs that's actually multiple programs that you guys have. Yeah, we're, we're trying to make it very accessible because again, there's so many different ways to do intensive. Sadie and I do them differently. So Sadie and I put together an online program. It's on demand. We do live versions of it from time to time. We just did a live um, teaching recently with a discounted price. Uh, once or twice a year, we offer that, but you can purchase it on demand anytime. And we walk through just everything we can think about in regards to um, building your own intensives practice. Mm. So that's on our website. And especially for kind of people that are just dabbling in it or trying to conceptualize, like, do I want to do this? How does this work? Um, that could be a really good option for them to start taking like a dive into it. Okay. And then for those that are serious about like, I really want to get this up and going and maybe you need a little bit of help with the business side of things or the strategy. If you have a full practice and you're like, I don't have time to add intensives. So that means I need to switch the structure of my practice. What the heck is that going to look like? That's terrifying. We have retreats to help with that process. And we have two different types of retreats. One is the um, in-person two-day retreats plus the add-on optional marketing day with Ernesto. And at that retreat, we actually stay, Ernesto owns a few homes in Las Vegas and they're designed for retreats. So people stay at the various homes. We do the retreat at one of the homes. You're provided food. Like it's just a very creative energetic space for people to be able to collaborate, to give ideas to each other. Like one of the groups, we're still texting back and forth about ideas, even yes. though it's, you know, and people are just celebrating their wins. Like the energy is just it's amazing, phenomenal, phenomenal. Right. Yeah. And so, and it's just like, it's just a really great space to do that. In that weekend, the idea is that we not just come up with strategy for your particular situation, but also we do implementation. So we talk for an hour about your situation, like what kind of emails you may need to write to clients about changing your structure, what kind of copy you're going to put on your website. And then you spend an hour actually writing it. Internet and I are floating around, like giving feedback and, you mm -hmm. know, it's just very, very hands-on and it's implementation based. Like people are texting, sending emails that weekend, getting referrals the following week. Like it is moment action. at its highest. Yeah. It is action-based. So come ready to work and put yourself out there. Then the other one that we're just now launching is we're going to do a virtual, I'm going to do a virtual retreat. It's not really a retreat. It's just a one day virtual get together with a limited number of people. And the difference between the two is one, you know, the virtual is cheaper and it's a little bit more accessible for people who can't travel, but also it doesn't have the implementation piece because it's just one day together. Mm -hmm. And so it's just strategy. So we're talking about strategy for your particular situation. We're coming up with a plan for you, but the actual implementation is going to be on you. Mm -hmm. So if you're good at the implementation piece, you just need help with conceptualization, then that is going to be for you. But if you are like a procrastinator, who's like, you know, not going to hit the send button, then I would show up for the in-person because that will push you to write the email and to send the thing and to put the copy together and all of that. 
And I have been a witness to the genius approach that Sadie and Kelly does. I I mean, people are excited. I've learned a lot. Uh, I've even um, uh, tweaked my own marketing, my own uh, um, copy uh, to help with the facilitation of these EMDR retreats. I did my first one and it was amazing. I'm going to do my next few ones again for 2024. And it's just going to be a fun way to to do this approach um, to to just butts and seats, the one-on-one. Now you can do the one-to-many approach. But one thing that you're, you're really, in, um, that you, we just talked offline here was your workbook that you're finally going to create. You know what? I got to tell you this. When the first time you did this, you, um, at the, the smaller property, we had about four people, five people, I think, and you handed out this worksheet. I looked through that worksheet and I, I mean, or, or that handout, I was like, oh my gosh, I learned so much from that worksheet. And when I saw you post, I think it was the other day that you're going to do a worksheet. I was so freaking happy about it because honestly, um, what I wanted was where I could fill in some things. I know that the the sheet that you had was just informational, right? And I, I got to say this, uh, and I'm going to have you take the stage here on the worksheet. When I see Kelly demonstrate the actual EMDR approach, she has the sheet in front of her and she's reading off of the sheet. The reason being is because she wants to make sure that people still know the structure of doing this type of EMDR, but at the same time, she's showing you in real time what it looks like by reading that. Mm-hmm. So this workbook is then going to really help other people to go through the model. And when they feel a bit more comfortable, they can kind of adjust at will. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, we've been getting a lot of feedback. Everybody learns differently. And so we've been getting a lot of feedback that people want like a toolkit a workbook, something that they can hold, you know, whether it's in session, even a workbook that they can give to clients to help prep for sessions for EMDR intensives. So we're putting together a workbook that's going to help with the conceptualization and treatment planning piece for the therapist that's just used internally. And then also an aspect of the workbook that they can give to their clients to help with preparation and resourcing and things like that, because that has been a high desire from our community. Um, and we listen to our community and we like to help fill in those gaps and provide that. So we are in process. We're, um, we've got the whole outline created and we're actively, uh, creating that right now. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we will be able to launch that. Um, but if you're in our Facebook group, please give feedback of what you want, because we're, we're making it happen for you. That's awesome. And this is this work, uh, workbook is going to continue to evolve and evolve. And the more feedback you give uh, Kelly and her team, that would be amazing. And you'll have a link to purchase it, obviously. Um, uh, Kelly is, uh, I'm going to have it in the show notes. I'm going to have uh, that. I'm going to email that. And when you come to the retreats with Sadie and Kelly, you'll also have a chance to purchase that. I mean, it's just going to be amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, it'll be a part of the whole process. It'll be integrated into everything that wow. we moving forward. Yeah. I cannot wait to purchase a few of them because my clinicians at my group practice, uh, uh, we're going to start getting more credentialed uh, or um, become more certified as EMDR clinicians. And we are going to need that because I've got some plans for the houses here 
that pertains to my group practice. We want to do EMDR intensive retreats in them. So we do. yeah, it's super fun. I mean, you, the sky's the limit. And I think one of the things I also love about it is the flexibility that it offers the clinician, right. because, you know, we talk a lot about burnout, moral injury, you know, that's a real compassion fatigue, all of that in our field. And one of the reasons that I moved over to the intensive model, and to be honest, it took me, I wanted to do it for probably about six months before I ripped off the bandaid and actually told my clients, like, this is what I'm moving towards. I was essentially letting go of my week to week clients. And it took me a good bit to really rip off that bandaid. Um, but for me, the work-life balance is really important because I travel a lot. I run scaling up, we do retreats and all this. And so I really do need to manage my, um, ability to give, you know, like I go through seasons where I don't have as much emotional capacity to give, and maybe I won't do intensives for a month or two or three to take that time for myself and focus on other projects. And then I really miss working with clients and I really want to get back into it. So then I'll start scheduling intensives again. I know you've done the same thing where you can just kind of ebb and flow more to take better care of yourself and not have the clients be dependent on you really takes a lot of pressure off when you do need to take that time. Um, while still also not totally getting rid of your clinical, you know, um, skill set and capacity, because that's usually why we get into this in the first place. So Absolutely. usually we still want to do that, but maybe not to the same degree that we've always done it before for our own self-care. So just there's so much flexibility that comes along with it. That is one of my favorite aspects of doing it. Yeah. And I think um, you and Sadie are um, one of the only two people that I, uh, or other groups that I know that really allow for creativity and flow um, to adjust at will to go where the client goes into and what your business is taking you into, right? So I think that is really amazing. Thank you for being on. I'm yeah, really... thank you for having me. I, I love geeking out over this stuff. So I'll talk about <laughs> it. <like> long... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to be emailing this video to all of you. Um, we're also going to post it on social media as soon as possible. You really, really want to get on Kelly's email list. And also, they both have a few uh, intensive courses uh, also here in Vegas. And I haven't even released next year. So as soon as we do that, I'll, uh, Kelly will let you know. We'll do some email marketing for you, uh, to you, so that you can come and um, uh, um, reserve your spot. Because these re spots go real, real quick. As soon as we start doing it it's just going to start escalating and escalating even more so thank you for all you do kelly yeah thanks for having me it's always a pleasure to work with you and it's just so fun to be collaborative and not do this on our own and join communities and all that so thanks for having me absolutely all right everybody for the not your typical psychotherapist continue to do what you're doing do all the things color outside of the box and the lines we need you to do that. So anyway, aloha, everybody. Kelly, again, thank you. See you soon.